Hello, Herd, and welcome to the Herd Main Show. I am your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I am your Herd Mom, Megan. Uh, Help. It took so many tries to get that. It took that. so many tries. I'm so sorry. That's why I did it. Christopher Walken Please stop. didn't show up this time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know that some people dip Doritos in ketchup? Oh gosh, that's horrible. It's disgusting. Um, almost as bad as that accent. Right? Uh, yeah, sorry. We're, we've been uh, packing and doing all kinds of crazy things, inhaling a lot of dust and all kinds of other things we didn't know uh, yeah. were also on the shelves. And uh, yeah, it's just been crazy. So forgive the... My grandma the... was up there. <laughs> yeah. We just found everything. Uh, we found another cat. <laughs> uh, it's just... It dusty. My brain is, is squishy. Extra squishy. Um, but uh, not too squishy that I can't talk Star Wars. Mm. Uh, and sure. so... <laughs> well, we'll see. But uh, that... It, here we are. Yes. Here we are. Yes. Rocky like a hurricane. Uh, I should have made some coffee before this. We but... really should have. We're here to talk Star Wars as usual, but specifically today we're doing something a little different. Uh, originally we were just going to talk about the Episode Nine Vanity Fair stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then that kind of expanded, and, and so we're kind of covering that, but we're also going to kind of go from there to uh, talking a little bit more about Benioff and Weiss and their involvement and how Game of Thrones is kind of influencing that. Mm-hmm. And we also got a really, really, re- uh, re- a very surprising rumor drop. Um, mm-hmm. And it would normally end up in the uh, the news, but um, we're going to save it for the main topic. Because um, I think it kind of feeds into the, the Benioff and Weiss stuff a little bit. And ca- so yeah. it's kind of talking about, like, so... It, our journey today is the future of Star Wars from episode 9 to also the upcoming uh, films and other possible films. Because um, yeah. I think conver- the conversations around all of it is are going to be a little linked together and whatnot. So yeah. um, it, it just kind of expanded as we were talking about it and writing it. And so uh, that's our show today is just kind of talking about the future films of Star Wars, I guess, is the better way to put it. But um, that's kind of what we're digging into um yeah at the end of the day this is all just a theory well yeah i mean our talks of what was revealed from the vanity fair that's going to be super theory um and the rest of it is all just conjecture and because nothing's solid quite yet we're not going to know nothing until december not no nothing uh no not nothing so but yeah i mean like we're not claiming to have sources with hard facts we're just yeah. it it it's just a conversation although we do know a doctor that has nothing to do <laughs> i don't with know it. why that keeps coming up but okay because Corey's uh, a doctor he is a funny. doctor um but uh yeah i mean it's 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 a conversation about the future yeah. of star wars based on kind of what we know kind of what we think and all kinds of other stuff and and so as with most of our shows we encourage you guys to join the conversation of what you think and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. These kinds of episodes especially because essentially what we're trying to do is jumpstart a bigger conversation. Yeah. Um, I want to start a conversation about the fact that I just found the tape that you put on my leg about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Surprise! <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, definitely when the show's over, head over to uh, your preferred social media, Twitter, Facebook, or yeah. Uh, and and um, just uh, con- continue the conversation. Let us know what you think of stuff and, and whatnot. And remember, 
other theories do not invalidate your theory. Well, yeah, and I mean, vice versa. Any anything's possible within reason at this point. Yes. So, um, your theory does not invalidate someone else's theory. You can have super fun with it and go crazy, or you can just play it super safe and just probably guess the the safe bets and whatnot. But uh, either way, we're gonna have some fun talking about it. I think. Um, but before we get there, we do have a li- um a little bit of news. A little bit, a baby bit of news. Um, some things worth mentioning uh, are in in gaming news. There's going to be some Jedi Fallen Order reveals at EA Play coming up soon. Um, not a big surprise there because it is no. by EA essentially. Um, but that's pretty cool because they're going to have gameplay footage and um, a few other uh, discussions uh, regarding the game and whatnot. So learning more, it's it's nice because um, that's kind of been silent since Celebration. So yeah. um, now that uh, Vader Immortal is kind of out of the way, uh, hopefully we'll be getting a little bit more about... Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean it's it's come out. Yeah, we have yet to play it though because we are in the process of moving and we have no space for VR right now. Yeah, so that's coming eventually, but... Now that that's released and out there and everything, um, the, you know, Jedi Fallen Order is next. So I'm excited to at least learn a little bit more. Yeah. And in comic news, uh, I recently came across some art for Target Vader, which is a comic series that was announced at yeah. Star Wars Celebration. It's about Vader going to Target, and you know how you, when you go to Target, you <laughs> go for one thing, like cups, and then you come home with nail polish and that's only you. more cups that's only and you <laughs> a dog <laughs> and a new husband um so on twitter mark lamming um spelled m a r c l a m i n g um has been posting his art his works in progress of vader and whatnot um and recently he showed off a bit more where we see we i mean we get a, just a great shot of vader uh, no surprise that he shows up. Huh. We get a Gamorrean guard. I think we're gonna be a little... If we're not gonna be in Jabba's palace, we're gonna be near some scum and villainy sites. I mean, it would make sense. Because we see, uh, Dengar, um, pretty prominently featured. And another, uh, scoundrelly guy that looks super familiar, but I had not had the time to look into. He looks like a bad guy from the old... Uh, Marvel comics, like like His the name. old na- newspaper serial Marvel comics. His name is Jimothy. Um, he looks like Tommy Lee Jones' Two Face character, but instead of being purple, organic, it's like cybernetic. That was the best Two Face, in my opinion. Ooh, I will fight. That's a statement. I I, will I, fight I, I agree with that statement, but um, and also also Jim Carrey was a great Riddler. Sorry, he was. Uh, also, Nick Klein uh, showed off some cover options for the first issue of Target Vader, uh-huh. all of which feature Vader in a menacing pose uh, with Dengar and his other bounty hunter buddy. Um, so, uh, it's interesting. Um, hmm. I'm. It's nice to see Dengar getting a little bit of spotlight, I guess. Eh. Um, it, I'm. I'm still curious because it, it seemed. I was thinking it was like. A rebel task force targeting Vader, like yeah. go, going after Vader, but I'm almost wondering if Vader is hiring mm-hmm. these guys for something. But yeah, what that might be. Let me be clear. I don't dislike Dengar. 
I, I just don't like him. <laughs> I'm underwhelmed by Dengar. <laughs> I mean, I think I think while he's more fun in the Clone Wars, it's a weird take because he doesn't look yeah. that <laughs> he doesn't look that energetic in the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on Dengar. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I You got to read you you need to read um Aftermath. He's very prominent in Aftermath. Okay. Um, and he's pretty grisly fun in in that. But in Clone Rawr. Wars, yeah, in Clone Wars they take Kills just a with his bare hands. <laughs> uh, in in Clone Wars they just take such a oh he's the goofball explosives guy. Yeah. Uh, it's like what happened uh, that turned him into such a stoic like yeah I mean you I... know grumpy faced guy. I talk all the time about, you know, maybe, Tales from the Bounty Hunter, and even then, I didn't have an opinion on it. Maybe this story explains it. Maybe this tells us why he goes from being enigmatic Simon Pegg to just very <laughs> grumpy, blur, Dengar. I don't know. He bought a house. Uh, I, but it's nice that they didn't just go with typical characters, because, yeah. I mean, Dengar's worth expanding on. Um, I mean, in terms of canon stuff, we have very little. Like, we have Aftermath and we have Clone Wars, but... You know, this is going to be some nice new stuff for Dengar, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we don't even know how much of a main character he's going to be. Yeah. I just feel like... And you know what? Maybe this is a change by mind moment. Maybe. There you go. Yeah. If Open-mindedness. You, if you love Dengar for some reason, or if you have an opinion on Dengar, <laughs> I am a blank slate. I, I mean, I, I, just, I... I've liked him, but I, I also grew up reading comics where he and... Boba were on like tons of buddy bounty hunter things, mm, so that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's just one of, of all the bounty hunters. He was the one that worked with Boba the most mm-hmm. in in uh, Legends. One would think it would be Bosk. No, they were mortal enemies. Yeah. That's what's so crazy about the whole "I'm your lizard daddy now" thing. <laughs> I love you, new daddy. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So Mark Lanning, um, oh my gosh. I put down my notes for a second, and I was so confident that I could remember this by myself. Nick Klein. I'm glad I said okay. that, because I was going to say something so different. What were um, you going to say? Nick Klein and Mark Lanning, uh, check out the art that they're posting, the, the little hints that they're giving towards Target Vader. I'm getting a little more excited as I'm seeing their stuff. Yeah. I'll admit, yeah, I mean, I had a very strong, like, oh, great, another Vader thing. But to be fair... Um, Dark Visions was just announced. Vader, the main run by Charles Soule, was just finishing. Vader Immortal was announced. Like, there was just a lot of Vader going on at once. Yeah. Uh, and even still, I'm uh, I'm very curious as what it's going to be so that hopefully it surprises me. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for, break, for, for a break from Vader. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But that's just me. Yeah, I get that. It's just, I mean, even, I, I love Vader, but I'm just, there's been a lot of Vader. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of other great characters that need the limelight. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the worth mentioning stuff that totally became a whole another ramble. But yeah. as far as actual news, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, actual news, book news. Uh, two weeks away, we are now, from the release okay, of... Okay, Yoda. <laughs> that's, that's what makes Yoda talk like that. He got ahead of himself in the notes. <laughs> read the script he did not uh, <laughs> so we're two weeks away from the release of the first book in the alphabet squadron trilogy Woo-hoo. I'm, I'm excited. assuming the A 
Right, this is book A. <laughs> uh, make sure, if you have not already, to check the description of this episode for a link to pre-order this book and support the show at no extra cost to you. The next one's Baffalant Squadron, and then the next one's Caffalant Squadron. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough, it goes all the way up to Elephant Squadron. <laughs> I don't know why my... I don't know. Uh, it would be funny if they did book A, book B, book B, book C, but that, that would be, that'd be silly. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder if it's going to be Alphabet Squadron each time, or if it's going to have, like, a subtitle. Like, because when it started with Chuck Wendig, it was um, Star Wars Aftermath, mm-hmm. then it was after my Aftermath Life Debt, then it was Aftermath Empire's End. So I wonder gotcha. if it's going to be, like, Alphabet Squadron, Alphabet Squadron, uh, Dark Region, Alphabet Squadron, uh, Cassian Pike. I don't know. Alphabet Squadron this time, it's personal. <laughs> right. It's always got to get personal. Yeah. Uh, Simon the Pyman Alphabet Squadron. I don't know. Um, we also are over a month away from the Thrawn Treason, uh, releasing July 23rd. You can also pre-order this in the link below. Yeah. And get an Audible membership, please. Yeah, and then you can get the other two books. Yeah, we had a conversation with, uh, your mom over the weekend, like, trying to convince her to get an Audible membership, but she was like, when am I ever gonna listen to a book? (laughs) You craft so much. You craft so much. Um, and, and for those who may be confused, it's my other mother yes. who... No butt knives. No, no, no. Uh, but she she's uh, very much like my mother. Um, yeah. and mom's best friend. Yeah. And so... But she was the one that if you were following us on Twitter over the weekend, she was the one we were watching Star Wars uh, with from TNT. Yeah. and It was her <laughs> and her roommate. And she just could not understand Yeah, you want to talk the a little bit about that in movie news? What? About the experience oh, of yeah, watching... Oh, yeah, it was... Yeah, because she was just... Her roommate, Sharon, was just kind of going through and trying to find something on TV, and Attack of the Clones came on. Uh, you made it Or, noise. no, you put it on. I was on the phone, oh. and I, I was in the other room, and I heard the music. Yeah. And you I came it. in <laughs> while on the phone. Yeah. Um, because it just beckons me like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Across the Stars... You can play it from three miles away and John will run. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and so, I mean, M- Melinda Sorry, knows a, a bit of Star Wars, but Sharon knows less. Nothing. Um, um, and yeah, they just, uh, it was something about Anakin and Obi-Wan. They just could not tell the difference. Which, to be fair, I never realized to people that aren't just like, well, no, that's Tatooine. Like, they're both, Geonosis and that are both desert rock planets. Like, yeah. Fair point. Okay, you can't quite tell when it's transitioning. I mean, yeah. yes, one's more orange than the other, but like, with no context, it's like, oh, yeah. what what's happening? Is because Sharon thought like time was skipping. No. And such. Sharon also had only seen. Uh, she's only seen episode four. Yeah, that's all the stories <laughs> that she's ever seen, and I have no idea. Which how. was yeah, which was so funny because we were trying to explain like, what well, but who's Anakin? And I'm just it's kind of like. That's Darth Vader. Okay, well, yeah, okay, it's Darth Vader. Because, I mean, to be fair, she's not interested in enough yeah. to, to go through the journey of spoiling. Like, I mean, it, Yeah, she watched half of episode three. Uh, yeah, she watched part of it, um, yeah. which, I mean, that would have been the better one to kind of watch, because you don't need to know as much. You need to know Obi-Wan's him, Anakin's him, and the, the, the story tells the yeah. rest, kind of. Um, you need to know that he was the chosen one. But then we watched, um, the next day we watched... Um, Empire and Return of the Jedi with Melinda, um, yeah. which was much more her. She's she's very safe and good with the original trilogy stuff. Yes. Um, 
it's... She loves Ewoks. Yeah, it's just... It's the prequel stuff that sh- it's weirder to her, I think. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Trying to explain. Okay, so that's Anakin Skywalker with the short hair. Obi-Wan's the one with the long hair. Anakin Skywalker is the father of Luke Skywalker. Is that why they have the same last name? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yes, Mom. just a lot. And, and she kept asking, when's he have the baby? <laughs> it's just like, it, and not for a while. They ju- like, they're like they working 19. on their relationship. Yes. Just give them some time. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it was a hoot. It was a hoot and a half to try yeah. and do that. But it was also fun. It's, I always enjoy, I always enjoy answering questions. Yeah. And, and I mean, and she was, she, they were really interested. They wanted to know. Yeah. Um, so. We talk all the time about the younger generation experiencing Star Wars for the first time. We never talk about the older generation. Yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to be able to sit down with, those who only know the original trilogy or less than that and yeah. kind of journey that way. I mean, um, it can be, fr- it can be frustrating at times, but if anything, it was a, like I said, it was a reminder to me, like, hang on, wait, she has no context for this. She doesn't yeah. understand all of this. She's not full of this information like me, like rewind back, you know, it, it yeah. was, it was a nice reminder to be patient with other people and their level of Star Wars and whatnot, uh, and and it her level is not wrong because it's uh, she, she knows less or anything like that. Yeah. You know, she still enjoys Star Wars. Yeah, when we went to lunch, episode four was on TV without you, mm-hmm. and there was a little girl at the table behind us asking her dad all these questions, and she mm-hmm. was like, "What's that?" And he said, "The Death Star," and I wanted so badly to be like, "It's no moon." <laughs> this is it's what no it moon. That's what it looks. Like. Um. So yeah, so that was our uh, our family weekend. That is why uh, no Monday motivation, all that stuff. And we were just enjoying time with family. It was yeah. nice, uh, but still, of course, Star Wars managed to make Get its way. Foot, Dad. <laughs> it managed to make its way into our our time. So yes, but uh, but that's the news. That's I guess personal catch up. Um, yeah. As opposed to professional catch up. A little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> no, and uh, so but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's make a little transition. Uh, over to our main topic and have that fun conversation. All right, so uh, as we mentioned, Vanity Fair. We I, we actually mentioned most of what we're going to talk about today last week. Yes. So we we already mentioned, hey, Vanity Fair photos. I totally under, undersold it because I saw the first couple and I was like, oh, I've seen this. I'm yeah. done. And I didn't check it out. Yeah, and we totally did, you butt. And we went in to record, and then all of a sudden, oh, it was so much more than I expected. Yeah, I it was literally on the podcast where I was scrolling through Twitter, and I was like, oh, heck, this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so that was uh, that was a thing. And then uh, we had we already kind of talked about the fact that oh, um, Benioff and Weiss are doing the first Star Wars film in the announced films, or maybe all three. We don't know, but. Um, recently Game of Thrones ended, um, and we wanted to revisit how that's kind of affecting things and maybe how it might affect things. Um, Yeah, here's the thing. We stopped watching Game of Thrones in, in, not episode, season three or four. Yeah, so I mean, we're not, we're not coming at it from the point that we've seen Game of Thrones. We're coming at it from the point of we're observing what's going on. Yeah, we knew, I know most of the major plot points because I'm on Twitter and people don't know how to keep secrets. Right. I Say what you will about spoilers. 
But if you know that there is a large contingency of people who have not seen it, be respectful of that. I'm sorry, it peeves me. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that... Just because it is a major TV event does not mean that everyone has seen it. Yeah, and and I I think it's just a matter of public respect. Yes. Um, and just decency we as a human being. <laughs> yeah, we respected the same... We expected the same respect out of Endgame. Please have that same respect for the people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine if Twin Peaks was going on during the Twitter era? Oh my gosh, it would have been crazy. It would have been a nightmare. Um, So yeah, so we're kind of coming at it from an observing standpoint in terms of what's going to happen since... I mean, these Game of Thrones guys are working on (laughs) uh, Star Wars. What's that going to be like? Um, and also, you know, with, um, there was a recent rumor, uh, floating around about possibly KOTOR, um, being in film. is still at this point of rumor. Yeah, and we're gonna harp on that, uh, pretty hard, but, um, but it's worth talking about. Yeah. Because it opens a possibility of, uh, you know, I don't know that until this point I had really processed how I felt about that. So, so... Lots of conversation, lots of lots of stuff with um, recent news and development, and it's all kind of focused outward in terms of future. Now, some of that's near future. December's not far. It's going to be here very soon. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 2022's not far. And, I mean, we don't know exactly when uh, and how far out possible KOTOR films are. Or, or Knights of the Old Republic. I, I yes. forget, not everybody understands. But, or just uh, Old Republic in general. Well, we'll get, we'll get into that part, but... So we're looking at a timeline of near future, soon to be, and then eventually. Kind yeah. of, and, and so the conversations around all of them, I think, are a little linked. And also, it's better than having three separate episodes talking about each thing. We, yeah. we figured tackle, tackle it all at once because it's all kind of going after some of the same things in terms of what's going what we what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so, but working off what we have a little bit more evidence and uh, more of a look at something that's more tangible mm-hmm. uh, is episode 9, is The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and Vanity Fair uh, did, as they have um, in past, uh, uh, done a very, very good coverage of um, all the happenings, um, you know, and usually in this there's always a nice little, oh, okay, we're seeing a bit more. Um and even though I don't, it's kind of a half and half, which is fair because I mean you don't want to give away everything. It's but Vanity Fair. Ah, um, you know I understand they don't want to give away everything, but you know some of it's just seeing what we've seen before, but a little bit different, and some of it's seeing completely new stuff that is just blowing theories and guesses out of the water uh, and whatnot. Um, so I think that's a perfect mix of um, a news drop. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, so, we're going to start with Vanity Fair with Episode 9, and then we'll kind of move towards uh, Game of Thrones, Benioff, and Weiss, and all that stuff. So, um, first of all, these covers, we get a great look at um, Kylo and uh, Rey. Um, Both of whom look very sleepy. The, they de- they look like they've been going hard for a while, and they're just, yeah. you know, it's just, like they're tired. they're ready for it to be over. Yeah. And I think that's going to be an atmosphere of this film overall, is it's just going to be, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be heavy, and it's just going to make, I mean, I think it's going to feel like, 
I don't think we've gotten that before. Yeah. In in terms of Star Wars film atmosphere, I don't think we've gotten where on the last installment we're like, oh boy, I just, wow, um, okay, yeah. let's do this. Like, I mean, we got that re most recently in Endgame. In yes, you know, if in, you're in, in game. an Avengers fan. Yeah, that did a really great job in terms of making it yeah. feel like, oh my gosh, okay, hang on, I need like ten seconds to breathe, and then let you yeah, know, it it just feels heavy, mm -hmm. um, and that's not a criticism that others haven't done it. It's 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 not a bad thing. Yeah, I I think it's great that it's unique to this, um, because I think this one is just, I think the sequel trilogy. What I love so much about it is how emotionally and mentally driven a lot of it is. Like, you've got the big stuff, but more so than any, there's just these inner battles. It's yeah. not just about the X-Wings and the TIE Fighters, but it's about the inner emotional discovery and battles. And, and, and that's always been there in Star Wars, but I think for the characters of Ben and Rey, I think that's that's their whole thing. And it's, I mean, it's speaking exhausting. from experience, emotional uh, development is exhausting. Uh, emotional yeah. uh, evaluation is exhausting. And on top yeah. of that, to be killing dudes, and that's a lot. <laughs> we got that a little bit in uh, in the prequel trilogy, with Anakin kind of being a little bit tired of the Clone Wars. We did not get that with Luke. We didn't get to see much of his, you know, tiredness of being a hero in uh, Retur Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think we see that he's like, Struggling to find a different way. Yes. Try, like, he's definitely... He's mature. It's not that he's not facing emotional things. It's just that he's that hero that goes in. Yeah, and, he doesn't really think about it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's one of those things where it's not... You're not taking into consideration, like, wait, Luke's been through a lot. Like, it, it's just yeah. kind of like, wait, oh, no, he's cool. He's got the black outfit. He's got the cool lightsaber. Yeah. You know, we're just kind of with him in it. You know, whereas in this one, going in, I'm I, 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 already just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, boy, this is... I gotta get ready, because, like, this is... Yeah. You know, and I think part of that has to do with where we left off with Last Jedi and everything, where it's like... Yeah. I'm, I'm tired for ending. them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, and that was just a busy week. You know, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, that's just, like, a week. Yeah. You know, so now going further in, I mean, we... I don't remember if it is explicitly stated or whatnot, but it's, it's, a, it's a time jump. And so it's just, like... Wow, like, to think that all that's been happening in that week has continued to happen over a span of time, that's like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, and you gotta think, I don't, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious that Ray and Ben have not, they haven't communicated via force. Hmm, you think so? I don't think so. Hmm. I think that would be right. Yeah. For, for... It would make sense. Yeah. Um, and I and that can contribute to a lot of the tiredness. So, so I, like, there's a lot of unresolved emotions. Yeah, there. there there's just a lot going on, and I think they do such a good job of yeah. uh, embodying that and giving an atmosphere to that with these covers because yeah. it just it feels just by looking at this, it feels like there's a lot going on, and there's yeah, there's we're going to be stepping into a lot come December. Yeah, we're and you got to think with these two characters, you've got two very different interpretations of the same issue. They've both got abandonment issues. Oh, yeah. It's just where Ben internalized that and became, you know, 
what he needed. Yeah, he became a monster, according Um, to his own words, absolutely. Yeah, Ray internalized that and kind of dwelled on it for a very long time. You know, accepted herself as a nobody. Yeah, and then at the end, you get that flip of he's kind of wanting her. Yeah, I can't, you know, and that's that's something, that exchange when it's like, you know, you had everything, how could you kill him? Like, and, and Ben being a little honest in terms of like, you didn't have him, you don't know, you're, you're looking at, you're, you're looking for what you want in him, you don't know what he was like, you know, it, that, those parallels are just so fantastic, and, and I'm sure that that's going to continue here. Absolutely. uh, For sure, so, I mean. And that's the thing is, Ben and Ray, they're two sides of the same coin. The Uh, same. Well, powerful light, powerful dark. Exactly. The same lonely, sad, but also very cool coin. Yes. Um, speaking of sad, lonely coins, yes. no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we also get a good look at, uh, Jaina, or Jana, I've, I've heard both ways. I say Jaina. I, I'd say Jaina. Okay. We're saying Jaina. Uh, Jaina and Finn, um, riding on alien horseback, uh, on that grassy planet that we've seen before as well. Uh, Jaina looking just Oof. dope. Uh, just Oof. so dope. Uh, and... Very old school with that uh, bow and arrow there. Yeah. Um, and with the character design. I am really, I am down with the, or not character design, creature design. Oh yeah, the... the I am down ca- with these aliens. The, the mask, the, well not the mask, but, well, but the face looks like the, the Mononoke mask to yes, me. Yes, A little bit. Like, I really like this. To see with eyes unclouded by Finn. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh... Because way back we got looks at Finn and Poe on horseback, uh, not together. They had their own horses that and their own backs. Um, but we saw on the f- horses they had mocap, um, yes. and so now we get to see what the end product of that is—a very cool looking horse thing. Very cool. Um, but um, yeah. So again, it's one of those things we've kind of seen, but from a little bit of a different angle. But um, one of the interesting things about this photo is the caption, actually, that I only just caught on to um, the other day. <laughs> There's a cat. She's excited about She's episode nine. She's very excited about the um, mechanized forces. Yes. So so the caption reads, lead, uh, what? It's saying, Jane and Finn, lead the char- charge against the mechanized forces of the First Order. What if just, like, a droid decod just, like, rolls across the field <laughs> and just, like, hey, I'm back. Right. You missed well, me? Well, here's my thing. I would not be going on horseback with bow and arrow against a walker. No? I don't think that, no. I don't think this is tanks and walkers. I, th- I, I think this is droids. Here's my hope. I would love if... Oh, sweet um, genius. What if, like, they are in the Death Star, uh... Wreckage, and then just, like, droids come crawling out. Oh, well, that would be so cool. now, one cool thing. If they do that, they could introduce the um, Dark Trooper. They could. Um, because... Right? <laughs> because I, the Dark Trooper is one of the uh, EU things I absolutely love the most. We got a little bit of the return of them in Star Wars Rebels. Kind of a waste, but we knew they were around. So I have no context for this. I'm intrigued. If if they were around, they could have some on the Death Star. Maybe I, I like that. I was uh, that was going to be my next yeah. question is how exactly. But um, that's one cool way, or, or it could just be. I mean, we we know that Kylo didn't really believe in stormtroopers. Like he was yeah. up for the idea of clones. He mentioned that in the Force Awakens, which I thought was a cool thing. Yeah. But maybe his cheaper option is droids. Maybe maybe he's like, well, 
more they're more efficient, they're cheaper, they're easier. Like I don't know. I mean, it'd live, be interesting. Live action Commando Troopers, John. Ooh, live action that would Commando be cool. Troopers. I and I'm okay if it's not like a full I, army of them, but it, but yeah. even just like a a crack squad of uh, droids, like yeah. r- like high impact Absolutely. killer droids, that I, would be cool. I don't say this enough, and I know we have a whole friggin' show about the Clone Wars and. You know that war going on. I love the battle droids. Yeah. I no, love but I don't want. Army. I don't want funny Clone Wars droids. Okay. I want like deep voiced like killer droids. I I want I want deadly droids. I don't want goofing and 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 whatnot. <laughs> I want I want death and mayhem. <laughs> I want death metal. That is what I want in this. I don't want goofs. I want death and mayhem. <laughs> exactly. John Wilcox. 2019. I almost said 2018. No, it's 2019. We are there. Um, So, but on to new stuff and reveals, um, just to kind of keep chugging along. But uh, we see that Richard Grant is playing Allegiant General Pride. Spelled with a Y. Very prideful. Um, Which is very new and posh sounding First Order rank. In Pride Month, how... Oh, uh, with that no, that's pride with that's that's a pride with an eye. This is but yes, no, I'm but just kidding. Also, yes, it's very lovely. Did you see the video of Richard Grant um, hopping around on heels like it's nothing? Yes. Oh my gosh. He is a freaking maverick, is what he is. If he's not, if he's not wearing heels instead of first order boots, oh I'm going to be very just disappointed. Like click clacking around, uh, um, doing a full. So here he is pictured with Hux, and they are said to be on General Kylo. Uh, sorry, not General, on Supreme <laughs> Leader Kylo Ren's Star Destroyer. Oh. Um, okay. So, what I'm wondering is, and and what I'm going to ask you. Yes. Uh, he's pictured here with Hux. Yes. We know that Hux is not the biggest fan of the new Supreme Leader. Yes. Do you think Allegiant General Pride is? also of that vein or do you think he's going to be like a super loyal dude I, like I appointed is he going to be a Tarkin or is he going to be a uh, I don't have any Mahdi. Of the frame of reference Mahdi a Mahdi the, what the, from the Darth Vader comics the, yes, the one, yes, yes, the, yes 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 yeah. yes 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 um yeah so is he it's, do you think he's going to be a Mahdi since I, I just I, he's pictured here with Hux yes since we know Hux's allegiance do we think that maybe Kylo appointed Pride as like I don't think I can trust the redhead. Uh-huh. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> uh, do you do, do you think Pride Which, is a loyal Ren Renophile, or do you think he is? <laughs> He's a Renaissance man. Oh oh! Hey, I hope hey. if that's a thing already. I'm sorry, I've never heard it because that is <laughs> dope. Um, uh, sorry if I'm a little goofy today. I've spent all day packing. I'm very sleepy, and I just found out what a koala looks like. <laughs> so, all right, question. Back to the questions. So, Stop hitting my pig. What <laughs> answering my questions? Yes. Uh, do you think Pride is a Renaissance man or an <laughs> anti-Ren man? There's no bad version. That's got a really cool <laughs> an name. An industrial revolution. Where do you think he falls? Ah. <laughs> I- and, I don't know. And don't don't say you don't know. Give me an answer. I don't. You gotta give me no. an answer. No, I think he's gonna be a a bad boy, and he's gonna be a real bad boy, who uh, maybe tries to overthrow Kylo. I don't so know. very he looks hux. Awful sassy. So very hux. Very you hux. think he's? You think yeah. his? Also, 
Allegiant General allegiance is to Hux. Yeah, he's not Hux's dad, by the way. No, his, da his, his, his dad's, dad's dead. dead. <laughs> Killed uh, <laughs> by Phasma. That's pretty much her story. Um, see, I kind of feel the opposite. I yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I'm kind of hoping that he's more loyal to mm -hmm. Rin. I, I, I feel like he... I mean, yeah. he has a really posh, high up there, rank sounded thing. I feel like he's even put there to keep an eye on Hux. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like. What's Hux gonna do? I don't know. I mean, he's he's orchestrated killing people before, so. He and Baby. Well, mm, he can do some things. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, but on to other stuff. Uh, a, a bit of a bigger reveal. We learned that Carrie Russell is playing a scoundrel by the name of Zori. Bliss. Which is such a Star Wars name. It is. Um, and she's pictured on the newly named and revealed planet of Kijimi. Kijimi. Uh, um, at a place called Thieves' Quarters. How appropriate. Interesting. It's a cool name. Um, we also supposedly see this planet in another photo where it seems that Rey and Kylo are about to cross sabers. Mm. Um, but... Uh, it's really interesting because this hasn't sh the snowy planet hasn't showed up before. We've seen the grassy planet and the desert planet. Yeah. This is new, um, and it's got my cogs working on what exactly could be bringing this sort of meeting and what what's going on here. But less about that. More more about the... Zori Bliss. What's okay, the thing? Okay, we'll no? get there in a minute. What? Well, no, I wasn't gonna go there. Are we sure that that's snow? Well, yeah. I mean. Um, I think at least in the Kylo and Rey picture, they specifically say snowy planet. Okay. I would have to actually go find the article and pull it up again, but I'm pretty sure. It just seems like a very high concentration for it to be snow. But of course, these are pictures. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it said snow um, in one of the captions. Okay. Now, I mean, I'm only assuming it's the same planet because of the snow, unless they're going to two snow planets in the same movie. That's unconstitutional, but <laughs> I guess J.J. Abrams, the mighty Jesus Jesus Abrams, could do it. Uh, is that his full name, Jesus <laughs> that is Jesus his, Did you not know? Juicy it's crust juicy, Jesus Abrams. It's Juicy Jesus Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> juicy Wizard Jesus Abrams. There you go. Uh, but, okay, so, but... Jay Crizzity. More about Carrie Russell, though. Yeah, she's. What do you What do you think? I mean, she's cute. You don't even see her. No. I mean, she, you see the Rocketeer. Right. Like I love da -da -da. this. I love this very. I mean, this is just so, um, Flash Gordon esque. Yeah. Like, it's just so retro sci-fi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just Sorry, so, man. it's so retro. Oh, absolutely. Um. It looks cool. Now, so Carrie being a scoundrel. What, <laughs> what's up with that? What's up with that? Hey, what's up with drugs? <laughs> hey, kids. What's up with drugs? <laughs> you just like. Hey, hip teens. You sound like you're Justin McElroy with his chair backwards right now. <laughs> And that's a very specific thing that I hope at least one of our listeners gets. But anyway, I, I don't know. I I know I say that a lot. You didn't I buy into the, you. You didn't have 
the same. You you didn't have my theory. I did not. You did not agree with it. I did not. Because um, I don't think she... I'm still personally hurt by that, but whatever. Whatever. Um, I guess you're entitled to your opinions and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I always thought... I, I kind of hoped she would be the big bad and be the leader of the Knights of Ren and stuff, yeah. man. Here's the thing. I'm a terrible podcaster in the fact that I don't form opinions very well before I watch a movie. Meaning that I like to well, keep my mind open. No, I mean, that that makes us two sides of the conversation that I think is interesting. Because I... I, sh- yeah. I Well, my, my half of the conversation is, I don't know, maybe. Well, I mean, but uh, you being the sort of, like, I'm not really holding anything kind of... Yeah. It that's that's a that's a view. Yeah. I I like that's to, an opinion. <laughs> I just mean like I I'm on the other hand I like to think about those things. Yeah. Mostly because I trust that I'm not going to hold too tightly. That's why I'm so like open to theories and stuff like that because I'm like yeah maybe. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um. So yeah, you did not support me in my Knights of Ren <laughs> theories. Um, I'm kind of. Here's what I'll say. Again, I don't hold too tightly, so I'm actually with this because I think it's a really cool motif, yeah. and I'm really interested to see what she plays. Carrie Russell's in. awesome. Uh, the only thing I hate missing out on is I would have loved for a big female baddie like that. Well, here's the thing: we have not seen the Knights of Ren's faces. No, but very true. But I, I, For their I, I do think I feel less confident in my idea that the Knights of Ren are going to turn on. Kylo. Yeah. That's just, I, 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 they're, well, they're, that's the next point we're going to, is they're there, the Knights of Ren are showing up. Um, Which, one of them is very, I think, tactfully turned around. I was gonna say, like, this, because the other guys all look like they're posing for the picture. Yeah, that one seems deliberate. This, yeah, this, could it be Matt Smith? Could it be Mandalorian? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be a Mandalorian, but yeah. it's not the Mandalorian. No. I, um, that's not what I was saying. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought that's what you were saying. I said a Mandalorian. We gotta be so specific now because of that show. Right? Um, yeah, I am curious, but I, I, I feel like they're playing less of a part than I originally hoped. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm just glad that they're back. I am just very glad yeah. that the Knights of Ren are returning. And that's the thing. We've got no announcements for cast. For these specific characters, we have no names. We have nothing. Yeah. Other than the fact that one of the uh, Knights of Ren is holding what could be an ancient Mandalorian axe. What resembles what was in Dryden's office? Yes. That. Uh, so yes. I don't know how people do this. Like I, I really don't. But <laughs> someone, someone caught it. It, it. Yeah. It looks very. It looks My, very similar. I'm not extent, saying it's the same. The extent that I went to was, oh, that looks familiar. Right. And I left it there. Right. Which is why I'm not... Well, but then you got this other dude in the background that's got a very Bleach Ichigo-style, like, giant sword. I wouldn't be surprised if he turned around with a Keyblade. Right? And then you've got gun arms, you've got Clubmaster, and then there's two more in the back we can't see uh, much of. Like, I'm so stinking excited for this. Right? I have been dying to see more of the Knights of Ren since that Force Vision in The Force Awakens. Right. Um... It perfectly makes sense to me that they would not show up in a very short... Like, hours later mm-hmm. is when The Last Jedi takes place. And it's all mostly involving space chase. 
It makes sense they wouldn't show up. What are they like? What's gun? What's gun arms gonna do? Are they just gonna shoot them out of a torpedo pod at the thing and just like take it out, Billy? I would. <laughs> like, like that's my that's my rank in D and D is like <laughs> able to be shot out of a torpedo. Right, like would be cool, but they're they're kind of cool. useless in in that instance. Yeah. Here, where we're getting into more, okay what it looks see. like ground battles look you know we're getting more involved this is their niche this is where they yeah. belong this is where they look like they'll be good and what i think this film is going to be even though i just said you know i'm not really into theories is going to be like i think it's going to be full out assault i think it's just yeah i think it's going to be going ham from the beginning yeah i think this is going to be another war yeah, it's going to... I think this is where a lot of combination... I mean, you they're on... You started a war for a girl? They're on... Um, a guy named Troy did. Um, <laughs> that's true. That is true. That's Helen. not... That's the city. City of Troy. Uh, sorry. Helen of Troy was the lady, um, I believe. Oh, what was his name? I don't remember. started with an M, right? Like, um... Kristen? No. I don't remember. That was a Brad Pitt was there. Brad Pitt. It was Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad he, Pitt was there. He started um, it. They are on the planet, again, unless there's two desert planets, um, they're on the planet Pasana, um, which is where they, that's the planet that um, they've been filming for in Jordan, and they actually got Jordanians to play the Aki Aki, who are the people we've seen in pictures before. Um, are they so, going to give me extra lives? <laughs> Not not Tatooine, not Jakku. I'm sure that disappoints a few people. I was actually on board for a little while uh, with yeah. Tatooine, but... Also, that was just a very... It, it was a stretch Aku, for an Aku Aku joke. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I caught that. A Jakku Jakku. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because um, you played Crash Bandicoot. Jakku Jakku would have been, would have been better. If you <laughs> want to po pocket that and use it more appropriately later, I will okay, allow it. Okay, I'm going to put that in my pocket. Um... <laughs> I'm okay with the idea of it not being Tatooine yeah. just because, again, I hold to the idea that this is early in the film. Yeah, my pockets are full of puns and sunshine at this point. <laughs> there you go. And all you need in life. Um, because, I, again, I, I keep coming back to Poe's scarf. Poe's scarf is the secret to all. Um, <laughs> You're one of those later, later on, he uses it as a bandage. So that takes place after this battle, I think. So if this is happening pretty early on, I'm glad it's not a significant place like Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Because if Tatooine shows up, I want it to be meaningful. I want it to be twin sunset meaningful. And I've shared... Or I want it to be destroyed by the First Order. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I've shared my kind of vision of how I want Tatooine to show up before, but um, I'm glad if it's going to be just the place of a battle and then we're moving on, I'm glad it's not Tatooine. Because I think Tatooine deserves more in terms of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know... Um, I know your ideal ending. Yeah. I've heard that. So, uh, but, now, one interesting thing. Um, it was originally mentioned in the Vanity Fair article that the Knights of Ren were who Kylo was attacking in that earlier scene in the forest. It has since been redacted, and on the Vanity Fair Reddit, specifically cited as an error on their part. <laughs> do you Do you think... Someone did an oopsie. Do you think this is an actual oopsie, or do you think this is, oh gosh, we spoiled something? I don't know. Do you buy it? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think it's fake news. Which part? Yes. 
<laughs> okay, politician. No. Please tell me more. Uh, I think... I don't know. I, it's so hard to... Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm doing it specifically to annoy you. It's working so much right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it... I think it, it was redacted on purpose as to not ruin the surprise. So you do think that it was right the first time that but they just jumped the gun on it. I think so. But also I have the ideal of why would they tell them that? Well, right, like that seemed like a really and that's where it started cuz yeah. someone on Reddit was like, "Hey, that seems like a really big spoiler. Like are you going to yeah. talk about that more or not?" Well, to be fair, Gwyneth Paltrow kind of uh spoiled Morgan Stark in uh, Infinity War interviews. Oh my gosh, I had to remember who Gwyneth Paltrow was for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. Named her child Apple. Oh, oh yeah. That, oh, that was her. That is her. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, not necessarily anti-vax, but offers alternative medicine on her website, Goop. I'm not getting into that. I will, and I can. <laughs> um, I... I don't buy it. I think it's I think it's whack and I think somebody <laughs> That's whack. You I know. I think you somebody heard it here first. Yeah, that's whack. Uh I think somebody made a big old I think they just made a, a, a an assumption or maybe had misinformation and put it in the article and yeah. I think it would, turned out to be wrong and that person's probably dead now. Probably uh, <laughs> killed by a mouse. <laughs> um <laughs> So, from, but from these, before we move on, from these photos and this article, what 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 are you most excited from this? Like, what what got the most reaction out of you? Probably the Knights of Ren. Yeah, totally. I'm so excited to see Big Axe Boy use that big old axe. Oh, I want I want it to be. I just want it to be so dope. Like I just like yeah. I just want full ham. Just like, <laughs> and cheese, and ham, bacon ham and cheese on and bacon. white bread. Man, I just want I want this fight to be chickens and waffles, man. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't even know chickens <laughs> and waffles. It's got my knees so wet, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's oh an gosh. inside joke that happened earlier. Um, <laughs> which most of our inside jokes start with John misspeaking. And then it oh just keeps gosh. coming back. And I keep saying it over and over again until it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I just, I don't want them to just be standing around. I, I yeah. want some serious stuff to happen. It's I good. want some, like, I it's want them, I want one of them to be the reason Poe's using his beautiful, yes. beautiful scarf as a bandage. Like, Is it going to make you wet at the knees? It's going to make me so, like, like just goopy, juicy, wet knees. <laughs> oh, just... God, you made me bad. <laughs> I apologize me. to literally no one for my my wet knees um <laughs> do you remember like in middle school when people were just like pouring water on their knee because it tickled no what kind of do you remember school? when people were doing the salt and ice thing yes oh my gosh i remember the rub the um uh, the rubbing challenge with the eraser kids are stupid yeah. Like don't don't talk about Tide Pods and the Momo. We did stu we did, we did stupid, stupid stuff, stuff too. too. Like, um, we invented stupid stuff. So don't even. Speaking of stupid stuff, um, yes, Game sorry. of Thrones. Uh, no, <laughs> you're uh, gonna, don't, don't. You're gonna get. I'm. Hey, I, I, I just uh, no. Um, I mean, we enjoyed what we watched, but I mean. Yeah. Eh, nah. Seeing Jamie Lannister's butt was all right. 
<laughs> I mean, it was one of those things where it's just like, it's, I didn't, I wasn't too bothered putting it down. Um, yeah. And I wasn't too compelled to pick it back up. He's Schmertel Heckengard. He is but like I did, Norwegian name. I'm continuing the show. I'm sorry. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Okay, well, find it on Google on your own time. Okay. Um, He's such a dad. What? But we're, we're earning bread here. We're aren't we're trying to get that sourdough bread. I can't have gluten. We're trying to get that gluten. Well, gluten free bread. Like that's like ten patrons at least. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> we so we can afford some bread that I can eat. So we can afford uh, herd mom's gluten free bread. Join Patreon now. Um, yeah, I mean, game, eh. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was, I was much happier just keeping up with the story and just not watching game hours. Eh. Of, yeah. I, just, it's so much. It's just too much. Just so many Iron Thrones. Of all of all the things competing for my attention, Game of Thrones just didn't win it too much. I mean, yeah, we're stabbing the, moms, which is ugh. The stuff, the story. Uh, the, you know, it it has its highlights and yeah. interesting points, but it's just it wasn't enough to keep me very long. But yeah, do you remember where you stopped? No, I mean there was a baby. There was some like it was like Darth Maul painted blue. I don't remember. Um... <laughs> But, there were some ant sleeping with. So I mean, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that probably makes us terrible perspectives to have in in this conversation. Yeah. But I think also that means we don't have as much buy-in in terms of the Game of Thrones fandom. Yeah. With this, like we have no frame of reference. <laughs> so so what we're talking about here is, I mean, we've pretty much covered the Vanity Fair stuff. Lots of pretty pictures. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, we do want to talk more about that. So. Please be sure to hit us up on um, Twitter and whatnot about what you're excited for from that Vanity Fair um, release. But uh, last week we mentioned that Bob Iger confirmed, Disney CEO confirmed, that three Star Wars films will be beginning in 2022, going every other year. And that the first one, he specifically said the first one is by Benioff and Weiss. That doesn't, yes. do, we don't know. We see three films, we're Star Wars fans, we assume a trilogy. Who knows? But at least the first one is from Benioff and Weiss, who kind of from Game of Thrones fans are in hot water because, well, a lot of them don't like where Game of Thrones season eight went. The ending, the the all important ending. Uh, you know, we're talking about episode nine. The ending is so important. Yeah. So I mean, meh. Um, it it's kind of had a rough final season here. Um, been kind. Of, I mean, it. Game of Thrones fans started acting like Star Wars fans, basically. Yeah, um, basically. So, with so much fan criticism targeted at Benioff and Weiss uh, right now for Game of Thrones, do you think that will affect their work on Star Wars or how fans will receive it? Or any, like, I, do you think this is going to sow negative seeds? I guess. I I've already seen people on Twitter poo pooing this new possible trilogy. I am one to withhold my expectations, as I have said. But, I do think that people are going to be, they're going to have expectations, which we always do. We're fans. Well, I mean, my hope, I mean, we're talking three years later. Yes. Uh, my hope is that's going to give some time for this to calm down, for yeah. people to come around to, um... To reconcile the ending. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, it's the end. It's not getting remade. It's not getting redone. This is, Game of Thrones is expensive. It's super expensive. So, it's not getting redone. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, and part of the reason it was so accelerated is actually because a lot of those people want to move on. Exactly. Um, 
I so, mean, I, I I do yeah. I hope that time will give this some rest. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I, I I do see. I mean, I agree. I think that there will be those that are just going to keep holding on to that. But yes. Again, I think that's the good thing, and that's why I'm glad I didn't get super invested in Game of Thrones. Is because I'm not worried. I I liked what I liked about it, and I'm I'm really cool with yeah the idea of them taking Star Wars. Listen, dog. There's people that are still upset about. I think it's the Enterprise ending. There's people still Star Trek. Oh, okay. There's people still upset about Star Trek The Next Generation as a concept. I don't think that Poo Poo fans are going to go away anytime soon. Well, no. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess... Do you think that current opinion of Game of Thrones should inform future opinion of Star Wars? Absolutely not. I mean... Because, I mean, it, it is the same creators, so if there's problems with Game of Thrones right now, is it, would it be fair on Disney's part, would it be fair on even Benioff and Weiss's part to listen to some of that and use that for Star Wars? Or do you think the route is just to go, like, nah, we made what we made, we're done, yeah. we're, you know, we... I think that fans should be considered to a point. I think there there becomes a point where we as fans kind of get a little high and mighty in our opinion. As fans. I mean... Ugh. No, I mean, I don't... I, th <laughs> I think all that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, I get so tired of Star Wars Twitter sometimes. No, yeah. I don't think that's, you know, revolutionary to say. But, like, there's things that I have had to mute. Mm-hmm. And I... I just have had to take so many breaks from Twitter because of fans. Mm -hmm. Well, and and it's on it's on the social media platforms where it gets to be so prevalent. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, I'm so glad we got to experience celebration and realize that it's not the dominance in the real world. Yeah. In social media and digital world, it may seem like that, but um, I, I I I we live in the time of fan petitions and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, we feel like we can move mountains with our loud opinions and such. And I do agree, mm -hmm. if you're make like, when we make the show even, you know, we joke like, it's our show, we do what we want, but at the same time... We're gonna listen to you guys. Yeah, if you guys have suggestions on things that can be done differently, done better, um, if you are like, this would be cool, or you could talk about this, and it, yeah. like we, we listen, just because... We listen doesn't mean that, you know, you guys have all the power and we just make what you want us to make. Yeah. But it also doesn't mean that we make what we want to make not thinking about the people that are on the other side, you know. Exactly. And I will say, it, this has not come up yet, but there are topics that could be suggested that we will not cover. There are questions that could be asked that we will not answer. Does that make us devalue the fans at all? No, that's right. Good job, baby. <laughs> like, we still, you know, we value you guys' guys's opinion, but we also expect boundaries to be respected. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's the hard balance all creators walk. And we're talking about our small little podcast compared to yes, a million-dollar exactly. industry exactly. of filmmaking. So, I mean, it, I can only imagine the difference it makes. Mm -hmm. Um 
I, I think it's that fan entitlement that does become difficult because, yes, I do think that they should, to a point, understand their fans, but understanding your fans and bowing down to your fans are two different things. Yes. Um, so I think everything you said is, is fair. I, I do think it's also fair to expect them to kind of take a moment to at least learn from this. Yeah. Even if they don't feel like they did anything wrong, to at least take a moment to, to listen in terms of, well, we thought it was great, but l- let's see what some of the criticism is. Yeah. And I know that they're going to have to sift through a lot of, like, I just didn't like it. It was bad. I, and get to more uh, well-thought, more extended opinions of just, like, well, this development particularly bothered me because X, Y, Z. Like, yeah. those are the things that are more helpful. So, like, don't just yeah. yell that you don't like something. but. Be- respectful and be be thought out because if you my thing is is like there's nothing more frustrating than when it's just I don't like it but here's the thing expand on that yeah when you give criticism when you give you know feedback your ideal should never be to be right it should be to be understood well and I think it shouldn't be to destroy but to make better like exactly at the heart of criticism is that hey it could be better you know, it's not that, oh, no, this is all bad and I'm focusing on how bad it is. So, I yeah. mean, this is a little different than where I wanted to go with it. But, I mean, but uh, exactly. I think the point is that I I do feel like Benioff and Weiss are going to be under a little bit more pressure after Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or, or, you know what, they could be super cool about it. I don't know. Right? I haven't talked to them. Listen, I don't know the them. The day, <laughs> these guys are millionaires. Right. I mean, I like I said, I'm excited for the prospect of what yeah. they're working on. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I'm like, interested. I'm super interested. That's my ideal sometimes. It's like, you may not like Super Mario Brothers. That does not change the fact that John Leguizamo made thousands of dollars on that movie. Yeah, absolutely. That is <laughs> he true. He got paid a whole He got bunch. paid. He still got paid. Yeah. So kind of connected to this and going, um, but going in a different direction. As we mentioned, KOTOR came, became relevant again. Yeah. Um, according to a recent BuzzFeed article... BuzzFeed. Uh, Consider um, your sources. Is all I will say. I, are you are you gonna are you gonna check my sources? Are you, no. Okay. I'm not. Che- I'm not okay. calling you. Okay. I'm okay. saying in general. When I'll let it pass. You have. This time. When you see something, consider your dadgum sources. Well, that's the thing. They don't have sources, really. Um, but Buzz, the BuzzFeed article claims that uh, Laetta Calogridis. That's a... I have no you idea. You want to attempt that? Calogridi? If it's a French name, it usually... I don't know. Uh uh, I apologize for my inability to pronounce I, fancy I names. I apologize for this cat. Um, she is close to finishing, apparently, the first script for a potential KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, trilogy, uh, according potential. to three of their sources, um, although Disney, Lucasfilm, and, uh, um, I think, I don't remember, they, they listed three different people that they reached out to that they did not get a response from, they declined. That were not Lucasfilm. Did no, no, they reached out to yeah. did, they reached out to them. Yes, but they did not respond. They declined they to did, respond. They declined to respond. That's yes. that's kind of different. Yes. Like I I will say that it kind of I don't know. I feel like if you if it was like just balderdash, they would come out and say it's balderdash. 
I'm just saying. But at the same time, I think they want to leave the door open for that kind of thing, if it is. Well, but they could say that. If it is. They could say that in a response, though. Just like, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy herself said, hey, we're looking at these things. You know, I don't know exactly when all of it's going to fall down, but we're looking at it, sure. Yeah. That's enough. That's more than just leaving the door open to complete, like, the amount of, the amount of fans that have been brought out the woodwork and because of just the mere mention of KOTOR. Yeah, and I like, don't think those fans are invalid in any way. No, 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 but I think that's irresponsible of Disney, though, to allow a rumor to get... Because this is a this is a energetic bunch of fans. Like, KOTOR fans are super serious. So, it's one of those things yeah. where it's like, to allow that group to get fired up about something, and then to say later, oh no, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, well, you saw how people reacted to the mention of Starkiller Base. Did I? Yes. Was that a thing? I remember this. Mm. I remember people being like, oh my gosh, Starkiller is canon. Oh. Like, I... Huh, I didn't remember that as much. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, that's the thing. That's It's like when you get a, when you get a very energetic group fired up, and I'm not criticizing yeah. the group. I'm not saying they shouldn't be excited. I'm yeah. just saying that when that big of a group of fans gets excited about something and then gets the rug pulled out, that's a lot of fallout. Yeah. I think the most responsible thing... If it's untrue, is to say it's untrue, but a possibility. Yeah. So I I I feel like the decline is more of a we're not commenting on that. We're going to comment on it soon. Kind of. That's what it communicates. Yeah. What I want to communicate is: is this a bad time to kind of plug that we have a Twitch and we might be playing Kotor and the No, Wars this is perfect. Soon? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We have a Twitch, and we might be playing KOTOR soon. Yeah, I've um, never played it, so... Mm. She, uh, Leeta, has uh, been an executive producer on Avatar, oh. executive producer and screenwriter for Shutter Island, oh. executive producer and screenwriter on Terminator Genesis, oh. and co-screenwriter uh, co on Alita Battle Angel, oh. most recently. I can't comment on that. I I've never seen it. Seen it. Well, that's more of a... Uh, the Terminator uh, Genesis was the one where I was like, ooh, why did you mention that one? That was a lot of studio involvement in that film. So very true, very true. It <laughs> it, sh uh, it just shouldn't have been made, let's be honest. Um, Hot take. Uh, but here's the thing. It very well... You know, you mentioned... Or you could just say Old Republic. You mentioned that earlier. Yes. I, I have to wonder and tread carefully t are we I mean again are we getting answers to these questions I'm asking no because we don't know the sources we don't know exactly what's going on we don't but know bull honk is my right thing now. is like are we sure it's KOTOR or yeah. is it is it just Old Republic in general because those that, are two different things exactly that is important to understand is that KOTOR is a game in the Star Wars because universe. Because here's the thing. It could just be Old Republic and BuzzFeed's using KOTOR because they know it's a trigger word for fans in terms of, oh, wait, 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 my, my radar's going, my radar's going. It's like in that article about microtransactions and loot boxes, they called EA. Right, because because they know it's going to ping click people. Bait. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I'm not, again, we not don't... Not click it, If Sorry. we had more information, if we had more stuff, it would be easier to not go down that path, but it's just one of those things where my my mind cautions in terms of it re it could be that it's just old republic and they're using kotor as a means to get get attention for it yeah or it could mean none of it's happening you know i mean it is 
it is all rumor and conjecture. But, you know, later we mention um, Mike Tate, who asks a question, and, and me and him got into some conversations about things, and some, and some parts of Star Wars he's been um, less satisfied with, but, you know, he mentioned his love of KOTOR, and, and also his concern of their handling of it. Uh, and he brought up a good point in terms of, do you think it's really, if they, if they do KOTOR, do you think they're really going to go the route of reimagining the story, or, or just telling the story from the games? Here's the thing, if they just told the story from the games, would it be satisfying? Would it be a good I mean, film? I could be. I mean, I, I love the story more than anything. So, I mean, I can say for me, that'd be satisfying enough. Yeah, I mean, as someone who is... I am in my mid-twenties, and I absolutely love the Five Nights at Freddy's series. <laughs> when reading the books in the universe, would I have been as interested in just reading a game? Probably not. But I enjoy the story that was brought up in the universe, and I'm trying to be very diplomatic in the way that I say this, because I know nothing about KOTOR. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I mean, and that's that's fair. I mean, for you, there's an easy of whatever, I think, I think whatever you get yeah. would be great. But I can understand, like I said, for me, if they just made movies yeah. of the story, I'm totally down. I well, love the story. Yeah, all I know about, all I know about KOTOR is Darth... Raven and Raven. Lockjaw no, are not just Raven. like I know, I know, I'm joking. That's so. Did you just Raven. say Lockjaw? Yes, I said Lockjaw. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> I'm making a joke to appeal to the fans, and it's not working. They're coming to burn down our house know, because of I'm that. Sorry. They can have like, it after we've moved out, though. <laughs> I I know about Darth Malak. I know about Darth Raven. I know the story. I know the bones of the story, but I don't know anything about the game. Yeah, well, and that's why I say, like, I the sat, the story's the best part. It's amazing. I think it could adapt well. Okay. But I also could see them playing it safe and being like, hey, we're not touching that, yeah. and kind of doing something new. Yeah. I, it's just, I it's say... It's a great way to avoid disappointing fans if you don't even touch well, that, it. Well, that's the whole reason they did the EU thing, really, is... Yeah. I mean, it would have been difficult to meet expectations. Yes. Um, I just say, and, and I, I just say that to make sure we're... Kind of exploring all options with this rumor. Yes, we are. Um, and at the end of the day, it is it is just a rumor. It is just um, floating out there on some random article, you know. But um, definitely interesting to think about. Uh, because, like I said, I think at the beginning, I really hadn't processed how I'd feel about KOTOR as a film until the possibility of one in the future came up. Yeah. Um, you know, and it made me think for sure, so... But um, as with anything that we've uh, shared in today's episode, for sure, let uh, join the conversation. Get on Twitter, Facebook, all that yeah. stuff. Join in. Let us know what you think, um, how you would feel about uh, KOTOR, how you feel currently about Benioff and Weiss, and, of course, uh, Episode 9 and all the reveals there with the knights yeah. and uh, Carrie Russell's character, all that good stuff. Please don't burn down our house. We just bought it. <laughs> uh, well, not this. They can, have the, they can have this one when we're yes, out. Yes, that's um, fine. But, uh, well, it's an apartment, but... Um, but yeah, <laughs> have to find which one's ours. Join the join the conversation. Um, definitely, we want to continue that because uh, just a lot of interesting things, and 
we know that there's people that love Game of Thrones a lot more. There's people that know KOTOR a lot more. Um, yeah. And we'd be interested to, uh, to pick your brain, see what you think, and, and hear that for sure. Yeah. So uh, Twitter, Facebook, great place to do that. For now, though, we're going to transition, head to our Q&A. John, Megan. can you handle this? Can John, I handle what? Can you handle this? What? John, can you handle this? I don't think you can handle this. It's a Q&A. Ah. Ah. That's an intro. <laughs> it's, that's a Destiny's Child intro, baby. Okay. Yeah. Don't you remember? No. I don't think no. you're ready for this jelly. I don't think that's a thing. That's a thing. Oh my gosh, no. Have you never heard that song? I've never listened to Destiny's Child. What? I don't even know who that is. Like, isn't that Beyonce? That's Beyonce. It's Beyonce? Oh, okay. That was before Beyonce. That was, be- Beyonce that was before she, she had... Beyonce that's Beyonce that's before Destiny's Child. That's before they gave her a name. <laughs> she gosh. had to earn that name. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know who TLC is? Tender Love and Care? The, 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 the person? Is it a person? Salt and Pepper? I've heard of Salt and Pepper. Okay. Did you, like, did you ever go to a skating rink? Did you ever, Yeah, they didn't like, play that, though. Really? No. Wow. They were playing, like, Blink-182 and, like, frickin' um, Blue da ba doo ba doo doo ba doo We had different Stuff upbringings. Like, yeah. <laughs> we grew up in very different parts of the country, even though we lived, like, not very far away from each other. Uh, well, by that point, you were in Tennessee, so... That's <laughs> they only played Achy Breaky Heart at least two oh, okay. times a night. Thank you. Tracy Atkins with a brown chicken brown cow. <laughs> oh my goodness. There is a song, a country song called Honky Tonk Badonkadonk. Oh yeah. It's, and we know, I know. It's out there. I know the person who wrote that song. <laughs> Everybody's got a hillbilly bone, ba bone, ba bone, bone. I hate country music. <laughs> oh, so much. Get it out of my life. So okay, much. anyway, Q&A. If you love country music, I'm so sorry. It's just not sorry, my... Sorry, Farm Boy. Not, not our cup of tea. You assume. I assume. He's a rural farm boy, not a country farm boy. He could, li- he could be listening to Motown, for all you know. Good. I am sorry, Anthony. Goodness gracious. Anthony, I'm sorry. You can't buy good decency these days. <laughs> that's why I gotta stop paying you in Skittles and start paying you in cash <laughs> then we can get then I can set expectations this is why I don't have a tongue this is these are all I'm, jokes don't don't come pay me in sour Skittles don't don't at me don't even yeah. it's all jokes I'm from the country anyway anyway uh, so we asked you guys this week what is your favorite what is no <laughs> ooh no it's that's not. such a great question What's... so eloquent <laughs> <laughs> what is a Star Wars opinion of yours that has changed over time? And boy, howdy, some conversations were started. Yeah, so, so a lot of good stuff. I mean, this was another one I was really glad how much response uh, it got. Because, I mean, sometimes we can't predict. We think one, we put something out there and we expect, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And we don't always get a really big response. Uh, you know, I, we never quite know how it's going to be received. Um this one really blew up, and I was really glad. And, and yeah. uh, I was glad for a lot of the conversation and a lot of the um, acknowledgement. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, a lot of the honesty and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, our goal, our main goal, is to bring positivity to Star Wars. And we are convinced that every aspect of Star Wars is worth a worthy of being positive about that took some doing (laughs) you were fighting a cat i was fighting a cat (laughs) 
We're recording in our bedroom, so if it sounds a little different, if you hear a little meow here and there, that's yes, that's why. Yes. Um, yeah, the uh, like room is taken over by boxes. The pro the point was to highlight that we grow over time. Yes. Um, we have things that even over just a short period of time has changed, and well, Pizza. hang on, well, I will I'm get not, there. You, you can't answer yet. I know that's illegal. I know. Um, we have things that have changed, and. Mm -hmm. We wanted to highlight that that's common, actually. Yeah. Because go back I, and listen to our first episode. Because <laughs> I think sometimes that we we get so caught up in the emotion of what's going on right now with Star Wars and stuff and the way people are reacting, and I think we need to be reminded sometimes, hey, like, eventually it's going to change. You're being snuck up on. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she's trying. Um, <laughs> you know. A lot of the negative opinions held right now could change. They yeah. also could not, but a, a lot of people's opinions change over time. Um, and that's not to say that you stop liking something you used to like or you start liking something you used to dislike. But it is to say that it evolves, it changes, and yeah. and, and I think the reasons you like something um, evolve a little bit. And, yeah. and I think that's good. That's that's human nature. And so the, the, the Q&A, or, or, or what, what we asked you guys was meant to highlight that in terms of like it, it can be overwhelming at times but just remember it's not forever opinions change things change mm -hmm. who knows what it's going to be like 20 years from now with the sequel trilogy right. you know who knows so um that was kind of the point and and really a lot of fun a lot of great comments um I'm going to try and go go through as many as I can um but if I don't mention you I do apologize, but uh, I should have replied to everyone already, though. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, there's a lot of uh, familiar, a lot of a lot of the same things for a lot of folks. Yeah. Uh, Megan Rickards said she uh, doesn't entirely dislike the prequels, but she can appreciate what they've done uh, for not just Star Wars, uh, but for the larger film universe overall. Um, and mentioned that, you know, uh, ILM and Skywalker Sound do a lot of effects for other movies today, and without the prequels, that would have kind yeah. of not happened and, and, and whatnot. And it, without Star Wars in general, because ILM started because of um, no one being able to do what George Lucas wanted to do, so he started his own company for it. Which, that should be the ideal we should all have. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's what I want to remind people of when they're like, oh, they, they should have done this, they're like... Well, be like George Lucas and... Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Um, if they say it can't be done, you do it. But that's a really... Now, we talk kind of about that on, like, our Unmasked podcast where we talk about, like, hey, if nothing else, if you can't appreciate it for scary stuff, think about how much work went mm -hmm. into the effects of this thing. Uh, and and that, that's one way to look at things. If, if yeah. you're not a big fan of it, look at it in terms of, holy cow, this is a lot of amazing digital work or a mm -hmm. lot of practical work or a lot of, uh, you know... Insert comment here, but um, it's it's a way to look at things positively. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ian um, mentioned that uh, Ewoks uh, wasn't a fan for a long time, but uh, his co-host loves them, and he came around to uh, that. You know, Ewoks are cool. Hmm. Um, Sounds familiar. I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't say Ewoks are cool, but I at least have an appreciation for the fact that they will kill you. Yes. Um, I appreciate how much. <laughs> 
Star Wars and, and Lucasfilm have been working to be like, no, really, they are murder bears. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Watch the Galaxy of Adventures episode. Like, it's to the point where it's like, I legit believe they're dangerous. That's the only reason I justify why they were able to take down the Empire. Because yeah. they're not, they look like it, but they're not cuddle bears at all. Um, Roger Roger mentioned uh, that. Um, boop, 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 boop. That's not what they said. I now see what happens with Charger. Didn't like them at first, but uh, didn't like them at first. But his character very, very necessary. Palpatine definitely took advantage. I think this is in reply to another thing. Yes. Oh, not. Oh no, I remember what this is. It's a typo. Uh, I see what happens with Jar Jar. It's meant to be Jar Jar, yes. not Charger. Um, didn't like him at first, but his character was very necessary. Palpatine definitely took advantage of him. Uh, yes. That's one reason that I have a resurgence, resurgent love for the Phantom Menace. Um, yeah. Sure, Darth Jar Jar. Go for it, man. I mean... Go off, homie. Well, I don't... Hang on. He's not going that far. He's But he, he he's saying the obvious in, the, in that... Yeah, he was taken advantage of. Yes. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to get to my answer, and <laughs> I'm going to argue with some um, I don't know that Roger's saying he full-on believes in Darth Jar Jar, but it's one of those things where it's just like, if, if what your love, if, if what you can do is appreciate Jar Jar in terms of he was there to be taken advantage of, even that's fine. Yeah. Because, kinda, I mean, in the simplest way, that's what Jar Jar was there for uh, as a character, is to be taken advantage of, and to be a way to allow Palpatine to take over. Yeah, and that scene, Palpatine was subtweeting oh, Jar Jar hard. Oh, and then Masamita coming in for the donk. Yes. Um... Ethan said he originally hated Kylo Ren because he killed Han, who was his favorite character. Wow. But uh, the last couple of years have gone on. Uh, he's come to understand why it happened and why it's essential to Kylo's story. Yeah. Knowing uh, what I know about him now, I empathize with him a ton. And I totally get that one as well because I did not get the whole Kylo thing. I was not a big fan of the emo boy stuff. You? No. And then they started expanding on it and it started becoming one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, I thought Anakin had it hard a little. You know, like... It's one of those yeah. things where it's like, oh, Anakin would have been better off with his parents. And then we see Ben, and it's like, oh, Ben would have been better off without his parents. Exactly. In like, all of the expectation, all of the pressure, all of the stuff. Like, I, I get why he fractured as a person. Yeah. Um, and I have I love Kylo Ren. I love Ben Solo. It's one of my favorite characters in the sequel trilogy. Imagine, if you will, your mentor, a person that you've seen as a father figure your entire life, looking into their mind and seeing he would be better off dead. It would be better for the universe if he were dead. Or just, like, having that moment where you realize, oh, he was going to kill me. Right. You can absolutely understand where Kyla's coming from. Yeah, I mean, really, really great character. And on the surface just seems not to be taken seriously, but yeah. one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um... Game Infinite, Jesse, he said that, uh, unpopular opinion, The Phantom Menace uh, was a great movie. Um, so I guess he's come to come around to that, but uh, I agree. I love The Phantom Absolutely. Menace. It is one of my favorite movies. Um, Jim Caprone mentioned that uh, he used to only see Finn as a coward, but uh, he's come to love his arc in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi mm -hmm. um, more than uh, any of the other main, uh, sequel trilogy characters. The scenes in Maz's castle made him, made, uh, Jim realize the trauma that Finn suffered and what all he's lost, and he yeah. really likes how he, uh, 
disgraced selflessness by the end of The Last Jedi. I agree. I, Absolutely. I was not big on board with Finn until The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and admit, he was fun yeah. in The Force Awakens, but in terms of character development, I wasn't with him until The Last Jedi. I get that. Um, because he didn't find his grounding until then. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, knowing what you co- come into later, like, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, jumping around a little bit. Metal Mando said, never watched The Clone Wars uh, when it originally aired. Didn't think animation or cartoons mattered. Admittedly a huge mistake because now it's so revered to me uh, regarding Star Wars lore and memorable cherished characters. Absolutely. I think a lot of people have come around to that, especially like, even some people that liked Clone Wars have come around to Rebels um, in terms of like, hey, I didn't watch this because I was kind of bitter. But hey, Rebels is actually pretty great. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people for the first couple seasons. I was like, I am not watching this. This is not Clone Wars. This is not not <laughs> my Star Wars. Uh, but I, lo- I love Rip so much now. Yeah. Um, because we're talking so much. Um, we're... Uh, Eric McGill... Oh, my goodness. McGilvray. <laughs> That's a nice name, sir. That's a um, regal name. As, as I've gotten older, I've learned not to care... Uh, what other people think, and to like what I like without other people's opinions influencing my own. So, The Phantom Menace is my favorite prequel. Good on you, sir. Um, Amen, homie. I think we all need that, and I think that's what that's what I've come to. Like, you know, I mean, um, most can probably guess my answer because I've talked to you on Twitter about it, but um, uh, let's do one more. Um, Clashing Sabers mentioned, uh, my opinion changed on Jar Jar. Never hated him, but never liked him. Then I had a student who loved Jar Jar. I didn't get it, so I asked her why, and she said, because he's me. He's weird, clumsy, and doesn't always fit in, and I'm okay with that. Um, and it changed his, his fandom. Uh, I love that because yeah. I, I think what's so essential to helping us love Star Wars more is to understanding other people's perspective. Um it's super important because we can get locked into our own so easily and then we start to think that that's just the way it is uh, when, in fact, maybe there's a different way to look at it. Um, And so in that instance where, I mean, you don't really have an opinion and then you come across someone that really does love them for a legit reason, Mm -hmm. that's that's super helpful. That's a way to be like, oh, well, I never saw it that way. Because it it makes you pause in the future if you ever try to make a negative comment, like, oh, wait, but, you know, then you have that other person in mind, like, Oh, but you know, so and so really loves this character. That'd be really mean if they heard me say that. Like, yeah, that's been my experience. That's helped me change my opinion on characters, and or or at least just the way I express them. Because it's just like, yeah, I wouldn't want someone talking that way about something I love. Yeah, I don't want someone to hear me talking about something they love that way. Yeah, like if I came in one day and said, uh, "Boba Fett's a noob lord. He got killed by a plant." <laughs> No, he got, he got killed by, by a malfunctioning jetpack, which we agreed is a very dangerous <laughs> device, okay? And that's how <laughs> arguments get started. Exactly. So, so be careful. Yeah, so, uh, but um, so many great answers. Wish we could have gone through all of them, but we're rambly babies, so uh, rambly sorry. Babies. But um, I, I do believe I have replied to everyone on there and, and mm-hmm. whatnot, because so many great comments, uh, insights, so much... Uh, to celebrate in terms of, hey, great, this is a step away from hate and just negativity yeah. to positivity and enjoyment and whatnot. So, exactly. Um, That's the point of what we do. But um, 
trying to keep this reasonably timed. Uh, but you, uh, you, what's your answer? Well, I mean, I think I've been pretty obvious over the last few months, up to a year, in the fact that my opinion on Jar Jar has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. I had a oh, yeah. in The Phantom Menace as a whole. I had a low opinion mm-hmm. of The Phantom Menace. But now, with the addition of the Clone Wars, and with becoming more of a fan of, you know, the lore behind Star Wars in general, and knowing, hey, there's a possibility that Palpatine's Anakin's daddy through the Force. (laughs) That's made me get excited about the Phantom Menace. And Jar Jar specifically, he's just a fun character. Yeah. He's just a goof. I love Jar Jar as a character now because of the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, I think... I don't know what it is, because, I mean, really, in the movies, he's not that in the way. Yeah. Like, he's not that... It's just, I, I don't know. goofy. Yeah, and, and, I mean, what's so bad about that? Exactly. Um, yeah, Jar Jar and the Phantom Menace were ones for me where, like, when I was a kid, and after everybody had seen it, nobody liked any of it. Yeah. And, and that was my opinion, because it was their opinion, um, and whatnot, but... Yeah, we... Uh, we're at a point now as fans where we will defend Jar Jar to people who are bad mouthing him in public. Yeah, people well, we don't even know. Just because, I mean, typically, just trying to add that perspective, not trying to have a battle or, or anything yeah. like that, but just trying to kind of add perspective because that's what it took for us. Um, exactly. You know, and and like Clashing Sabers mentioned, and a few other people mentioned, like like what I had to come to terms with was that everybody else's opinion doesn't have to be mine, and exactly. I had to I had to watch and think like what do I actually think and enjoy and like about this movie, and that's why it's become one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, is because I just like it for for me, um, regardless of what other people think and, and whatnot. I enjoy. Um, Everything yeah. Star Wars. And that's, so. that's the thing, is no one else gets to vote on your opinion except for you. Your opinion should be your own. Unless, you know, it hurts. As long as your opinion Seems... isn't kicking puppies. Exactly. That's a bad that's opinion, a bad and opinion you should stop. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I, I would say the biggest things are like Jar Jar and the Phantom Menace and Ewoks for me. Yes. And like I said, that's mostly, number one, I had to learn to form my own opinions. Mm-hmm. Number two... Laura actually helps when you explore other regions of things that start to add to, well, actually, no, they were definitely going to eat those people. Like, that's that <laughs> makes those bears scary. Um, so it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, okay, I get the context now. That this is legit. I support the murder bears. Yeah. And if I could get a little personal and a little sappy, another opinion of mine that has changed is that I don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to know everything to be respected and understood and heard in the Star Wars fandom. Mm-hmm. That was a big hurdle for me. Mm-hmm. And that was a big kind of drawback for me when we started this podcast, was that I was so afraid of being, you know, shunned and shamed for mm-hmm. not knowing. But I think that really dissipated even when we did the interview with Corey for Mutini, and when we did the Living Force podcast, mm-hmm. is I was afraid to share my opinion on some things, because I don't know all the details, mm-hmm. and I was embarrassed about that. But now, I know, I don't gotta know everything. Yeah. 
I mean, to to love Star Wars, like you don't you don't have to have a full thesis justification. Yeah. You know, you can like what you like, how you like it, and and whatnot. Um, and I think it's important to have that reminder and perspective because there's other people out there like that that feel that way constantly uh, in a room full of Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and so we have to be mindful of how we approach that in terms of like, oh, you like Tales from the Bounty Hunter. You must not have read many books. It's just like, yeah. Well, what? Why is that got to be the opinion? Like, why is that got to be a negative? Like, yeah. You know, um, everyone's worthy of Star Wars. Yeah, it's amazing. Let people love Star Wars. Uh, be cool exactly. about that stuff. So, be um, to each other. But yeah, again, with trying to this keeping it shorts out the window at this point. Absolutely. But, um, so yeah, uh, we asked you guys that, and and we actually got a question out of that. Which was. Uh, <laughs> Which was? I, I'm the one who does that. <laughs> it's me. I'm the question girl. I'm it's the one who me. questions. Uh, Mike Tate asked, what do you think Ray's line of family is? I've said that she's a solo child. I've known the clues through uh, The Force Awakens and some more, some more direct than most. Yeah, so um, Mike was someone I got in a uh, cool conversation with. Um because of how he felt in terms of some of his opinions with Star Wars, and um, he's not big on some of the stuff um, in the sequel trilogy, and mostly, I think, like, The Last Jedi and whatnot. And so we kind of got into some conversations about that and some other things. Um, really cool uh, guy. And, and those are the reasons we like to put these things out there and start these conversations, is because yes. then we get to meet folks where we can have just... Honest back and forth opens of, like, I feel this way, you feel that way, that's cool. And that's like, fine. You know? Your, your um, opinion is your own. Because at the end of the day, we were able to celebrate things like, hey, KOTOR might become a thing, and, uh, you know, we were able to celebrate other things and, and, and appreciate other things. So, I mean, we don't yeah. have to agree on everything to, to do that. But anyway, um, so, yeah, thank you for the question for le and, and for letting us uh, use it, Mike. Yeah. Uh, do you have an answer for this? I'm going to let you take it. Okay. Like, all together, are you not commenting at all? I am one who, I am of the opinion. This does uh, yes, not invalidate anyone else's opinion. I am, I am in the camp of, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to agree or disagree. That's just me. Mm -hmm. I, I am okay with Ray being a nobody. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't want her to be... I don't want her to be a Solo. I don't want her to be a Skywalker or anything like that. Um, and I kind of hope that what's been established will stay. Um, mostly because J.J. knows what the direction that Ryan was going and, and stuff like that. Like, I don't think we're going to have a retcon war in, between J.J. and Ryan. I think yeah. that what's important about Ray being quote-unquote, a nobody. It, it's not that she's a nobody. It's just that she's not a Skywalker. She's not a legend by name. And that's so inspiring and important. And that's what I love about this current trilogy of characters and um, story is that we see the downfall of the pressure of a legend on Ben Solo. Yeah. And we see the expectation and desire of wanting to be a legend and be somebody in Rey. And the... The, the good and the bads of both and everything. So I think that representation is so imper important 
if she happens to be Ray Johnson, that's fine, because you don't have to have a name and a bloodline to be a legend. Ray Johnson, a general manager. Nice <laughs> right. <to meet> you. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Chad Vader. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, like, you don't need a name and you don't need a bloodline to be fantastic and to be powerful and to be able to do yeah. amazing things. I think that's the point of Ray. So, I mean... I'm, I'm okay if, you know, she turns out to be someone's uncle. I, <laughs> I'm okay if she becomes a solo, like or, or not becomes. Hey. I'm okay. I'm okay if they reveal that she's a solo, but it better be a daggum good explanation. <laughs> like it, like. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this whole like secret child thing. I. I couldn't. I. Off the top of my head, I can't buy into. I get you. Like, why would Han and Leia have not said anything? That like, they're they're. It would just feel so out of nowhere for her to be a solo in 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 my opinion. I'm not saying if you if you see something there, Mike. I'm not saying that that's wrong or anything. I'm just saying I don't see it, and I don't I don't think it would be easy to work in. I feel like it would be yeah. very shoehorned. Um, I don't want her to be a Skywalker either, because again, I, where how <laughs> um, yeah, you know. I think it's perfectly fine, and I think that what I want most is for her to just be Ray, and and that's what's so fantastic about her ha not having a last name. Yes. She doesn't need one. You don't need to know, mm -hmm. because she's awesome on her own, and that's such an important story for some young people to know is like, hey, I come from nothing. I am gonna, I'm gonna always stay nothing. No, you're not. Look at Ray. She came from nothing, and she's fantastic. You can be fantastic too. You have yeah. to find your calling and your journey and. And that, that's, that's inspiration. Yeah. That's yeah. as inspira inspiring as saying, hey, you grow up with a really great family. You're going to be great too. Like, like, but with managing like, hey, but be great in your own way. Don't feel like you have to do what your dad did. You and, know what? And so forth and so on. If you feel that you come from nothing, be Ray. If you feel like you come from something, be Moana. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> um, there you go, homie. There you go. I got that. <laughs> Um, I'm starting to understand why I've been told that I talk like one of the possessed people from Scooby-Doo Monster Island. <laughs> I do call people homie a lot. Homie. My dog. So, uh, yeah, to, to sum up, I think we're both really cool with her being, an, being yeah. quote-unquote a nobody. I think nobody's a harsh way to put it. Yeah. I, I just think that... It's the, the way it's been put. The better way to put it... Because nobody sounds derogatory. I think the better way to put it is that she's not a Solo, not a Skywalker. And yeah. We're okay with that. She is her own person. But if it happens, it happens, but it better be a good story. Yeah. yeah you know, it better be a good explanation. Yeah. Um, we, don't, but, we don't know what the present will look like. We will accept the present, even if it's an avocado. Hey. <laughs> I think you just wanted to say that. I did. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but yeah, let, uh, let's continue the conversation. Mike and anybody else that wants to hop in and just um, kind of throw their thoughts out there of how they feel about Ray being... Uh, a solo or not a solo or a duo or a trio uh, or whatever. <laughs> a Doug trio. Um, maybe. What's your ma favorite Pokemon? You maybe she's. Um, maybe she's a, a Urso. Maybe she. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but throw your thoughts out there on the Twitterverse. Let us know what, what you think. What sense does that make? I, it, none. Maybe she's a. I mean, it, it makes about <laughs> as much sense as the people that thought it was going to be like Kenobi. Like, how? <laughs> I'm. One lonely night by the campfire, Obi-Wan. Sure. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh 
I'm just like, wow. Finish the sentence, John. Well, that was what happened Finish after the, the cutaway thought. in that one episode of Rebels, so, <laughs> clearly. You made a um, baby? You have a mall? I, oh, no. I don't know. I mean... It's all mechanics down there. It could do whatever you program it to, I guess. That I don't know. That is gross. I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> but also, stop making Maul sexy. He would uh, kill you, and he would. Yes. Killer people are not sexy people. Um, yes, I'm talking to you, Zach Efron. Anyway, so... Um, some announcements to close. Again, thank you so much for the questions. Thank you so much for the answers. All that fun stuff. We want more of that. Um, so when we put out there for questions, make sure you're looking out and make sure you respond. Give us some good ones. Give us some fun ones. All kinds of crazy stuff. Um, you can also send them in through uh, messages, voice messages. If you download the Anchor app, you can send us a voice message and we can play it on the show and have fun with that. Um, yeah, but so announcements. Uh, we are. We continue to mention we're moving soon. That's why the schedule's weird. Just continue to be yeah. patient with us. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, we're trying to do as much as we can to stay on schedule and do what we normally do. It's just kind of hard with moving into a house. <laughs> yes. But um, once we're moved, uh, the schedule will be blowing up and be fully operational once again. Uh, we're going to go back to yeah. um, consistency, and not just here on the podcast, but also on our YouTube channel. We will fire on one and two reactors. Yes, all the reactors. Um, so, yes, we are... Very eager to get back on schedule with things uh, very soon. Just got to yeah. get into the house. Um, we have a Patreon-exclusive video going up uh, before the end of the month. Um, it's a bonus episode we do for Patreons once a month uh, that we're looking forward to share. It's 10 Things We Love About Empire Strikes Back. So that's going to be a lot of fun conversation. So if you want to check out a bonus episode and if you want to support the show, then check out our Patreon page. You can also see we're making tweaks, but you can also... Kind of check out how you can be involved and how you can support the show and do all these other things. Um, Patreon's not just you throwing your money at us. We, we want to involve you and we want to collaborate with you so that as you give more, you have more buy-in, you have more voice, and you are able to do more alongside of us um, because we believe that's important. That's The community aspect is why we do what we do uh, with this podcast, and so that's very important to us. So check out our Patreon page. See how you can get involved. Join the awesome and amazing Jim Caprone and Rebecca Diaz, who are already there supporting us, who are amazing. Thank you guys so much. Um, next week, we're doing Fan Spotlight. Uh, we'll be doing more of these, so don't be surprised if we message you and say, hey, would you like to maybe chat on an episode? Um, we know a lot of amazing fans who are also creators or uh, hobbyists and or just cool people that um, we want to highlight. We want to... Uh, give a platform to, and so that's what we're doing next week. We're talking to Star Wars Poetry and to Megan Rickards um, about the awesome things that they do, uh, and we're very excited to uh, share that and to talk to them and uh, share that with you, and maybe you'll be the next uh, pop-up on one of our <laughs> fan spotlights. That sounds vaguely threatening. Maybe you'll be next. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, but you can also get ahead of the game and send us a voice message. We keep mentioning that. That's a cool new feature for Anchor. Download the app, uh, find our podcast, and it'll give you an option to send us a voice message. You can record it from your tablet, your phone, your computer, any which way you want to do it, and you can send us a cool little, hey, how you doing, or you can send us a and a or you can any other number of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, we would love to make use of that and to highlight you and feature you on the show. So uh, yeah. that's what we would do. But, um, yeah, that's our show for today. Yeah, and I don't mean stop making fan art of Maul. I like fan art, but, like, I am made uncomfortable Why he gotta be by sexy, the sexiness. Though? Why has he got to be sexy, though? But, like, go off. Do what you like. Do what makes you feel the most you. 
there's plenty of other sexy beasts in Star Wars. You, I mean, they're like, leave, sexy enough. You don't leave, need them. leave Maul alone. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so that's our show, though. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Make sure you jump in on the conversations, Twitter, Facebook, all yeah. of that cool stuff. Uh, we want to hear from you um, about about Episode Nine, about uh, Game of Thrones, about yeah. uh, the possibility of KOTOR coming to film, um, about... It, is Ray a nobody or not a nobody? Is um, Ray who who is the sexiest person in Star Wars? Tell us your opinion. That's probably going to get a lot of attention. <laughs> um, all that good stuff. Kid There's so Fisto. many so many conversations that could be had over on uh, Twitter or Facebook with us. So uh, if you want to hop in, feel free to do so. Add us, um, messages, any of that fun stuff. So um, yeah. But uh, until next time, I've been your herd leader, John Wayne. And I've been your herd mom, Megan. Uh, stay strong, you guys, and may the force be with you. Bye.